Wake Up to the Word is brought to you by Barkey's RV Rental. We will bring our camper to your pre-selected campsite. We'll set it all up. We'll show you exactly how everything works. You just bring your family and the fun. Just remember www.barkeysrvrental.com. Let the camping begin. Coming to you deep from the bowels of the Buxdale Communication Complex, it is Old Testament Thursday. So glad you are joining us. We're glad you are here. Uh, I don't know why my music stopped, but it did, and that's okay. We're glad you're here. We are drinking our... Folgers Classic. It's a little bolder than some, but it is tasty. Good flavor. And a shout out to Judy. I uh, have her cookies that she sent home, and Stacy did not hide them. But I have two. Two cookies. That's all I took. Two. And these are the two I'm going to have today while I record Wake Up to the Word. These things are magnificent. They are fat man crack. Let me tell you right now. That's funny right there. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we got laughter. Let's get some laughter. There we go. That is funny stuff right there. <laughs> it is Old Testament Thursday. Very excited. We, uh, if you... Uh, know about us at Life Coast Church. We start our January, we are, every year we start, this is 18 now in a row, uh, with a 21 day, 21 days of prayer and fasting. And yesterday was day 21, the fast. We broke it last night with a great gathering. Lots of people filled the room at the uh, community center. <clears throat> um, uh, and people just gave testimonies. It was amazing. There were so many awesome testimonies. If you missed it, you were missed. You can go and check some of those testimonies on our Life Coast family page um, on Facebook. And it, we did uh, have it uh, shot live. So, um, yeah, you can go check that out. It was awesome. Uh, so many people there. The testimonies were incredible. God has just been moving in people's hearts, in their lives. He's changing people. He's stirring them from the inside out through his spirit. It's awesome. So we are just so excited to get uh, into the word today. And uh, I hope that uh, you are as excited to read the Word of God. Uh, we are in the book of Psalms. I did a, uh, a TikTok uh, just to advertise Wake Up to the Word, 
and I just been telling them if they're interested in Psalms, they can go back. They can back just a, episode 111, and we're going through the book of Psalms right now. And if they want to uh, go through the book of Acts, you can go back to episode 92 and look at that. And already seven, eight hundred hits on that. People uh, looking at that, and it doesn't mean they all go in and watch, but people are interested. Uh, people are interested in spiritual things. We're up to 2,800 hits every month on uh, Wake Up to the Word on um, uh, Spotify and uh, Apple. Um, so that's just, that's awesome. Uh, we, we're going to try and branch out a little bit. We were on YouTube for quite some time and something happened to the platform and uh, I was unable to upload anymore. I, I don't know if I got put in jail. I have no idea. So we're trying to find some other options there. But, um, but here we are uh at uh on spotify still um uh getting lots of uh great reports uh people in and um we're just uh, excited that you guys are a part of it so i i move a few things around my little uh reading lamp for my bible and i put myself back on the uh long arm of the law here uh so i can move the mic around a little better and i can have access to some sound effects and um we can uh, connect uh, things here. So, um, uh, yeah, so it's easier to get at some of these things that we play with. And just to keep things interesting, keep you in the game, we're very excited. So uh, let me pray. Father, we thank you so much that we can look into your word. I thank you that people are listening and <clears throat> they're hungry for the word. It's not about me it's about you it's about the name of jesus and uh, how you are reflected throughout the scriptures so we ask you to be with us and bless us as we get into your word in jesus holy name we pray amen let's get ready to rumble all right here we go uh we are uh Psalm, book of Psalms, and this is Psalm 11, uh, 11, 12, 13, 14, then we skip to 16, 17, 18, and 19, I think, we're into, today is the first, 18 and 19, yes, we're into February, this is episode 113 on February the 1st, so we are into the month of February, just to keep us all up to date. 11, I, I may spend some time right here uh, in uh, Psalm 11, our first one. So <laughs> I don't know how long we're going to hang here, but it's going to be a little while. Let me put on my spectacles, uh, my ancient Hebrew lenses. Um, there's really just uh, verse 3 is the one that really catches your eye. And... Um, I will read the first three verses, and we'll kind of stop there. Uh, In the Lord I take refuge. How can you say to my soul, flee like a bird to your mountain? For behold, the wicked bend the bow. They have fitted their arrow to the string to shoot in the dark at the upright in heart. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Let me tell you, this is where we are right now in this world. The found, very foundations of truth are being attacked. They're under attack. 
They're being attacked and people are buying it. People are fully engaging in things that are lies from uh, the uh, critical race theory, from the, uh, the founding of uh, this nation, from some of the interaction of other nations. You have wars going on because of what people uh, tell lies about the very foundation and, and the land and the occupations and the very foundations of truth are just being undercut. We're all the way to uh, I'm not even the I'm not even a guy if I'm a guy, I'm not even a girl if I'm a girl. There are more than two sexes is ludicrous. It's ludicrous on its face. And and to say that uh, and believe it the found, very foundations of truth are under attack. And so if the foundations of truth are being destroyed, what are the righteous to stand on? We can still stand on truth and we can still continue to be righteous, but it, it, it pulls at us to uh, not speak up because the crowd and the mob, as you, as it were, uh, grow bigger and bigger in the lie. And so when that happens, uh, it, it starts to get fearful. But, you know, we think that we're unique in this. We think that uh, our country and uh, being under attack or, our, or the Christianity being under attack, we think this is unique. This is not unique. That ever since Jesus Christ ascended into heaven and promising that he would return, his truths have been under attack. Uh, the, the very first churches were scattered. Uh, the Roman Empire was killing Christians. Uh, so we're not really in that condition, in that position right now, but um, it, it certainly uh, looks like it might be headed that way at some point, that, that uh, the very f faith that we stand on is under attack. And I believe that's why we're seeing people coming to faith, more and more people coming to faith, because that's exactly what happened during those times of turmoil historically. When the church is attacked, the church of Jesus Christ is attacked, not the building, but the but the organism, the 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 bride of Christ is attacked, the more and more faith spreads. And I don't know why that formula is true. I don't know why that formula is, is consistent throughout history, but it is consistent. And we see the very beginnings of, of revival. We see it in our young people. We see it in old people. We see it all throughout. There's more and more people that are coming out and looking for hope, and they're finding it. <clears throat> excuse me, in the church. And I am just excited as I can be. So I hope you're excited and keep getting in the word so you can share the truth. Um, we're still in 11. So the, but the Lord, uh, verse five of chapter 11, the Lord tests the righteous. Don't think you won't be tested. It's coming. It's going to happen. You're going to be tested. The Satan tempts, God tests. 
Those are two different things. A test is to draw you to righteousness. A temptation is to draw you away from righteousness. So your test might be, uh, do I stop and talk with this person about Jesus? Do I take that opportunity from that conversation when someone said something about the Bible or someone said something about church or someone said something spiritual or even about yeah, even about uh, non-godly spiritual things. Did I take that as an opportunity or did I shrink away from it? Did I pass the test and speak into that? You may only get to say one sentence. You may only get to speak one thing into it, but did you, did you see it as a test? Did you see it as an opportunity? And did you enter into that opportunity? Um, talks about the wicked. Uh, verse six, let him rain coal on the wicked fire and sulfur and scorching wind shall be the portion of their cup for the lord is righteous verse 7 he loves righteous deeds the upright shall behold his face so step into those opportunities look for those opportunities i'm excited about what's happening i hope you're excited about what's happening too look for them i spent during the fast about uh, every other day, about 10, 10 or 11 days uh, out in the community looking for opportunities. Only had a couple and only got to speak briefly. Nothing seemed to transpire from it, but I am being more intentional about being in the community and looking for those opportunities. I come here and do my podcast uh, deep within the bowels of the Barksdale Communication Complex. Um, and then I try to get out. I try to get into the community. Do work that I can do on the computer, yes, I could sit here in my office, or yes, I could go out and sit in my couch, or I could go out on the lanai on a sunny day, or, or I could go to some of the local coffee shops, the local eating establishments, and I could just get something light to drink, something light to eat, sit there, do my work with my wake up to the word uh, cover on my iPad, and uh, just let them see that there's something going on there and uh, look at, uh, say hello to people, engage with people and look for opportunities to share the word. God's going to open doors. The Holy Spirit is the one who draws. He's the one. He's the one that convicts the world of sin and righteousness and judgment. Not your job, not my job. Let the Holy Spirit do his job. And he's asked us to make disciples. So you look for those opportunities to either share Jesus or share hope, share encouragement, share a word. I remember running into someone a few months back, six months back, and a woman was very upset in the store. I asked her, are you okay? And she just started crying. She told me what was going on in her life. I said, boy, can I pray for you? Oh, yes, I would love that. She was a believer already, but really going through a hard time. Prayed over her right there in Walmart in the in, over in the milk section. So uh, uh, these are the opportunities. Let people see that happening. I don't know who that touched, but we didn't keep it a secret that, that Jesus could come and rescue us. She was going through a tough time. So I prayed over her. And uh, you could do the same thing. It's going to impact people around you. Uh, it's going to impact those people. All right, I'm going to kind of jump past some of these. Uh, they're shorties. Uh, 12 is to the choir master. According to the Sheminith, uh, a psalm of David, uh, O Lord, for the godly one is gone, for the faithful 
have vanished from among the children of man. So, you know, he's talking through that. Then how long, O oh Lord, he's he's suffering. This is chapter, this is Psalm 13. He's suffering through these things. How must, how long, this verse two, how long uh, must I take counsel in my soul, have sorrow in my heart all these days? He's being pursued. His son's pursuing him. And uh, then we get to 14. I'm going to hang here a little bit too. Um, I'll read the first three verses of chapter of Psalm 14. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They do abominable deeds. There is no one who does good. The Lord looks down from heaven on children of man to see if there are any who understand, who seek after God. They have all turned aside. Together they have become corrupt. There is none who does good, not even one. Okay, that, can, can you remember where that's quoted from? Can, does that ring a bell to you from the New Testament? Hyperlink to Romans chapter 3, and uh, this is Paul writing to the, the, the Roman church and quoting Psalm 14. He's, he's uh, talking about that there is, uh, all have turned aside, together they have become worthless and corrupt. There is none who have done good, not even one, um, uh, they have no knowledge, all the evildoers, that's, this is verse four, who eat up my people as they eat bread and do not call upon the Lord. So there's, there's no one seeking after God. Only the Holy Spirit has to draw. That's why I tell you, <clears throat> you can't, you can't debate someone into heaven. You can't convince them about Jesus. You're called to, to to step into the opportunities to see where God is working and join him in the work. But you don't know where he's working unless you engage in different places. And, and if you're not engaging, talking with people, uh, looking at circumstances, seeing those things, offering, excuse me, prayer or encouragement or something along those lines. Coffee break then you're not going to know. You're not going to know where God's working. You've got to look. You've got to see. You've got to use your spiritual eyes. And you have to engage in the opportunities. So this is how God has planned this out. The local church is how he's going to share his word. You're the local church. You believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You're the local church. So that's the way we need to operate is that God is at his work. The Spirit is at his work. And He's invited us, invited us as followers, as heirs and co-heirs with Christ to join him in the work. He doesn't need us. He doesn't have to ask us, but he does because it gives us purpose. It gives us great blessing and, and we should engage in that. 15, who shall dwell on your holy hill? That's a great uh, divine counsel term right there. The holy hill, remember, mountains and gardens are divine council settings. Who shall dwell on your holy hill? Who's going to join the divine council? Who's going to be part of what you're doing? Um, I'm going to get into 16 here. How are we doing for time? We're doing good. Um, there's a few things I've underlined in 16. Uh, this is written... Uh, of David, uh, 
you will not abandon my soul. David is is though in a low place, he's he's he knows he's trusting in God. He feels his presence. I think I'm gonna sneeze. And we'll try to hit the mute button if that comes up. Um verse four of sixteen, Psalm sixteen, the sorrow of those who run after another God shall multiply. So Another God there, the word God in there is assumed. It's not, there's no Elohim in the verse, but um, it, so it's kind of going to read, the sorrows of those who run after another shall multiply, but the context is about God. Preserve me, O God, for uh, this is up at verse 1, for I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. So that's the context of it. S- the sorrow of those who run after another. Another what? another God, but the word's not there, so it's assumed, uh, shall multiply. When when people are chasing after putting something before God, they're chasing after it, something's way more important than that, then their sorrows will be multiplied. That means you don't just get one. One doesn't just become two. Two doesn't just become three. Two becomes four. Four becomes eight. Multiplication of sorrows. That is deeper and deeper, deeper pit until you press in and go after the Lord. Verse uh, 7, I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. In the night also my heart instructs me. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be shaken. Good stuff, man. That is good stuff. 17. A prayer of David. Uh, he's uh, hear hear a just cause, O Lord. Attend to my cry. Give ear to my prayer. For the lips are free. My for. <laughs> what would you do with the brain if you had one? Uh, yes. Uh, you <laughs> uh, give ear to my prayer from lips free of deceit. From your presence, let my vindication come. Let your eyes behold the right. You see, he's just crying out to God. These are things that, that sometimes we're in that place where we just got to cry out to God. Keep me, verse 8, all the way down to verse 8. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. From the wicked who do me violence, my deadly enemies who surround me. He's being chased after... Uh, he's he's not uh, uh, finding peace. He's not finding rest. He's trying. He's running away. Um, Eighteen. He knows. He knows uh, where his strength is. This is a psalm of David, the servant of the Lord, who addressed the words of this song. Um, uh, this is to the choir master, uh, and David's writing it. Um, he's. Uh, the words of the Lord to, of this song to the Lord on the day when the Lord delivered him from the hands of all his enemies, from the hands of Saul. So this is the context of this psalm. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield, the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and I am saved from my enemies. So... Just a great passage that sometimes it doesn't come right away. Sometimes there's purpose in the the hard times, in the struggles, in the temptations, in the trials. 
whatever word you want to put there that's it's kind of dragging out it's dragging out sometimes there's purpose in that and sometimes god says well you gotta wait you gotta you gotta deal with this and uh even one of the testimonies from last night someone said they you know they're going through a tough time but it's of their own making and they knew it and they said you know i'm dealing with the consequences of my own actions and i'm praising god and he's pointed away for me and i'm going to deal with those consequences because they are of my own doing this is what we have to realize sometimes we get all kinds of issues but they're of our own doing uh sometimes we we have bad health report but it's because we have not been living healthy uh we have bad habits uh, bad health habits bad eating habits bad uh not doing things uh, smoking drinking gambling drugging running around um and and these things all have their consequences so when we put our life in order we start walking a righteous life the way god's called us to do things yes there still might be consequences for the old actions uh that were not righteous but when you start walking forward god wants to bless that he wants to honor that he may not take away the consequences i'm not going to soft soap it uh, he's going to let those things play out so you don't do it again. It's going to be a reminder. So um, uh, we get into 18. 18 is long. 18 is long. That was today's reading, 18 and 19. So that'll take you a while if you haven't done it yet. Uh, but I, I kind of keyed on verse 10. He, he uh, I'll have to set that up. Um, 7. Then the earth reeled and rocked. The foundations also of the mountain trembled and quaked because he was angry. Smoke went up from his nostrils and devoured fire from his mouth. Glowing coals flamed forth from him. He bowed the heavens or bowed the heavens and came down. Thick darkness was under his feet. He rode on a cherub and flew. He came swiftly on the wings of, it says, the wind. Uh, so this is still that that context that I read, um, as as the Lord, Lord came in to rescue him, he made Narctus his covering, his canopy around him, thick clouds dark with water, out of the brightness before him, hailstones and coal of fire broke through the clouds. Um, the Lord also thundered in the heavens, and the Most High uttered his voice. Um, that could be taken several ways, but I'm going to go back a little bit to 10 and come back to 13. Um, he rode on a cherub and flew. He came swiftly on the wings of the wind. The wind word, there's ruach, which we also use as spirit. Same thing with in the Greek uh, with uh, uh, pneumatos is uh, both spirit or wind. And uh, so uh, he could have rode on the wings of the spirit. It could have said that. Um, wind isn't necessarily uncontextual. So it could be either. So I have a little note there for myself. Um, 13, the Lord, has, the Lord also thundered in the heavens and the Most High uttered his voice. So the Lord, all caps... I think this is the other Yahweh, the other Jehovah, the other the other Yahweh, the Jesus, the the Word, uh, the Lord also thundered in the heavens, and the Most High, that's 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 Yahweh, that's the Creator, uttered His voice. Whose voice? The Word's voice. He uttered His voice. Could be the could be the same thing. Speaking about His voice, 
not dogmatic about these things. I just like when there's a possible connection there, when it's revealing the duality in the Old Testament of uh, what the old Jews used to call the other Yahweh, um, what we know as the Word uh, or the name of the Lord, uh, several different opportunities there. Um, and the and the only thing, other thing, I noted a couple other things uh, in 18. It is very long. For who is God but the Lord, and who is a rock except our God, the possessive, our God? Because he knows that there are other um, things being worshipped. There's, there's other uh, divine beings being worshipped. There's other idols being worshipped. Uh, so, but our God, he's talking about Israel, he's talking about Jehovah, he's talking about uh, Yeshua, he's talking about our God. Uh, 46, uh, still in chapter 18, the Lord lives and blessed be the rock and exalt, exalted be the God of my salvation. So here again, we've talked about this before, this salvation word throughout the Old Testament. Sometimes it's prophetic about the Christ coming the salvation, the eternal spiritual salvation. But in this particular case, it is referring to uh, salvation from the circumstances, the physical peril that he was in. Uh, 19, we're going to end with this. Uh, this is the last chapter we're going to talk about, but this is a cool thing. Let's see what I got for time. All right, cooking. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pour out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth, and their words to the ends of the world. In them he has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom, leaving his chamber, and like a strong man runs its course with joy its rising is from the end of the heavens and its circuit to the end of them and there is nothing hidden from its heat a very cool portion of scripture this is just talking about creation itself the heavens the sky the day the sky of the day the sky of the night it cries out that there is a creator it's the glory of the Lord. It's telling us that there is a God. There is a creator. And here's what it's saying. There's no language that doesn't understand it. There's no culture that doesn't figure this out. It, it's, it crossed this revelation, this natural revelation, this general revelation that God has given us that is called creation. We call it, people call it nature. It cries out that there's a God. It is so complex and yet ordered and, uh, and varied and creative and, and, and symbiotic. Uh, everything is connected to everything. And I'm not talking, you know, earthy crunchy. I'm talking it's all connected, dialed into each other because you can't have one without the other. The, everything relies on everything else to function. Um, it, people just don't understand that some of the insects we hate are so necessary uh, for the symbiotic uh, advancement of people and creation. Uh, 
There just would not be the things that we have without it. And um, it's just very cool to look into it. The, the, both the telescopic that we're talking about here and the microscopic. These, the smallest little thing is just uh, too complex to ever think that it was done uh, by accident. Uh, 14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. We are so excited that you joined us today. Come on back tomorrow for New Testament Friday. We're so excited you've joined us. Hope you're enjoying Wake Up to the Word. Tell a friend, share it. Let someone know that it that it even exists. <laughs> uh, yes, we're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and we love you guys. Have a great weekend. See you tomorrow. <laughs>